What is the biggest difference between Jesus and everyone else in this passion narrative? Of course, you might give some theological answer like he is fully God and fully human and they are not. Okay, yes. But besides that, what might be the big difference? In Luke's story, you might say it like this. Jesus knows what he is doing. Everyone else does not. And so Jesus prays, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. They led him away from Pilate to the place of the skull. They crucified Jesus with the criminals. They don't know what they are doing. Luke uses they often in places where other gospels are more specific. The other gospels might name the Jews or the religious leaders or the Romans or the soldiers. But for Luke, a lot of people just get lumped together in this word, they. And if I am reading it correctly, Luke's they probably includes us as well. We don't know what we are doing. Holy Week is a liturgical pilgrimage into the city of Jerusalem. And the goal of Holy Week is to enter the story and to relive it, that we too might become witnesses of Jesus' death and resurrection. And so we are gathered here today to see it for ourselves, to feel it, to touch it, to mourn it, to feel the betrayal to feel the rejection, and to look up and see the bloody face of love, the mangled face of God, and perhaps to look down and notice the blood on our hands as well. In the olive grove, Peter cuts off a man's ear. Judas betrays Jesus with a kiss. Neither realize that the kingdom of God comes through weakness and the vulnerability of the cross. They don't know what they're doing. The religious leaders come out to Jesus with clubs and swords, but Jesus was already resolved to go to the cross without a fight. They don't know what they're doing. All the other disciples run off of for fear. Only Peter follows after Jesus, but then out of fear, he denies Jesus three times. The best of us deny him. The worst of us betray him. Probably most of us are somewhere in the middle. We don't know what we're doing. The people of Jerusalem reject the holy and righteous one. They ask for a murderer to be given to them as they kill the author of life. Like we do so often, we choose the source of death over the source of life. They don't know what they're doing. The Roman soldiers together with the religious leaders are certain that it's best for the people, for the sake of law and order, for the sake of peace and prosperity to put Jesus to death. 
They know what happens when Jewish messianic figures show up on the scene and win the favor of people. It results in people rising up against Rome, followed by Rome sending in legions to squash the rebellion. It only results in pain and bloodshed for the Jewish people. Jesus must be put to death. Better he died than thousands more who might follow after him. The Romans and the Jewish leaders are certain that they are doing the right thing and that they are on the right side of history. They are certain that killing Jesus will pull a stop to this Jesus movement. They don't know what they are doing. But unlike everyone else in the story, Jesus knows what he is doing. If you had one last day to spend on earth, do you know how you might spend it? Would you do something special? Maybe something on your bucket list? Or would you maybe just do something from your daily routine? How does Jesus spend his last day? Well, in so many ways, his last day is strikingly similar to the days we have already witnessed in Luke's gospel. First, Jesus goes to community group. He shares a meal with his closest friends. Some of them will deny him. One of them will betray him. He knows it, but he keeps doing what he's been doing the same time, all the time, revealing himself in the mysteries of the kingdom over a meal. Jesus knows what he's doing. Second, he spends time in prayer. The text says, as was his custom, Jesus goes out to the Mount of Olives to pray. Over and over again in the Gospels, we see Jesus leaving the crowds behind and going and finding a secret place, whether it's out in the wilderness or whether it's up on a mountain, and finding a place to pray and commune with his Father in heaven. Jesus knows what he's doing. Third, he willingly grow, goes to the cross. They have come out to rest him in the middle of the night. This is out in the garden. This is in the Kidron Valley. And if you've ever been there and you realize it's a really dark place. And without flashlights, it probably would have been really hard to chase down Jesus in the middle of the night. But it turns out that the cross isn't something that Jesus is trying to avoid. Back in chapter nine, Jesus had told his disciples that yes, I am the Messiah, but what it means to be the Messiah is to go to Jerusalem and to be handed over to religious leaders and to be crucified. And then a few verses later, it says that he set his face towards Jerusalem. When the days drew near for him to be taken up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem. And it turns out that on the last day of his life, Jesus is heading to the cross. But in reality, this is the place that he has been heading his entire life. Jesus knows what he's doing. Fourth, he demonstrates love for his worst enemies. While Jesus is being crucified, he is praying for his enemies. Father, forgive them for... They do not know 
what they are doing. This has been his message all along. He went around Galilee teaching people this very same thing. He says, but I say to you, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who abuse you. Jesus knows what he's doing. Fifth, he shares the good news with sinners and those on the margin. Remember the story? All throughout Jesus' life, Jesus was going around to those who were on the margins. And he's telling these folks, you're near to the very heart of God. And people like you, you can enter the kingdom of God. You can believe the good news and repent. You can be reconciled, sons and daughters of the Father in heaven. And now on the cross, Jesus continues the work, welcoming one very last outsider, a criminal condemned to death. Jesus' second to last words are literally an extension of pardon and hospitality to a sinner that had been rejected by society. What does he say? I tell you the truth. Today you will be with me in paradise. You see the people in the story, and maybe you too, you think Jesus has lost control. They think Jesus doesn't know what he's doing. But Jesus knows exactly what he is doing today. He is doing what he has been doing every day because he is not confused about who he is and he is not confused about why he came. As he has already said, the Son of Man came not to seek out, I'm sorry, the Son of Man came to seek out and save the lost. Saving the lost was his mission, always had been. The cross was his method, always had been. It turns out that the last day of his life isn't all that different from the others. The day of the passion was like so many because this entire life of Jesus was shaped by the cross. Jesus knows what he's doing. Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Were you they when they crucified my Lord? Is it possible that you too could have been among the they in Luke? Would it be possible that you also had something to lose from the losing of the status quo? Would you ever think it necessary to silence a radical in the name of law and order? Might you have killed him to protect your family from the Roman bloodbath that might ensue if more people began to follow him? Can you see how it might be a very difficult choice, but in the end, a necessary one? the lesser of two evils. Was it, as we sing, your sin that held him there until it was 
accomplished. And can you imagine him staring at you down from the cross and saying about you, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Friends, the longer I live and reflect on my life, I am certain of one thing. I don't know what I'm doing. My best efforts at raising my kids and making the world a better place are marred by sin, often in ways that I can name, but terrifyingly often in ways I am completely unable to recognize because I do not know what I am doing. But there is someone who does. There is someone who came to seek and save the lost. People like us who don't know what they are doing. Jesus knows what he is doing. Watch him.